0: Listening to, to 5cc podcast. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the 9 to 5 Entertainment System. If you enjoy the show, we really recommend you head to patreon.com slash 9 to 5cc and support the 90s deluxe level. What that means is you get access to a mailbag before each episode and access to a garbage time bonus episode. Each and every episode of 90s has a garbage time companion episode. On this one, we talk about the youtube series why did this song stink and a bunch of other pop culture nonsense but on the main show the one you're listening to right now we talk about cm punk's return to pro wrestling we talk about scarlett johansson versus the mouse house we talk about slime old time old and obesity and science we talk about the cowboy bebop live action show uh, the upcoming dune film uh, netflix's policies in general and masters of the universe all this and more on INES. enjoy the show Chord and play living colors. Cult of personality. What you can't Holy even crap. hear it.
1: You can't even hear it. It's so loud. The pop. <laughs> it's
0: nuts. So John, the wrestler yeah. CM Punk returned oh, to pro wrestling for the first time in seven years last Friday in Chicago. Holy cow! So he comes out and it's basically like five minutes of riotous cheering, like the man cured cancer. Did he? Did he though? Cut cut, cut to crowd members actually crying, tears of joy, that CM Punk is walking down the the ramp. Insanity! Like the guy is absolutely charismatic and has some stage presence, but like, what? You're a grown man. You're crying. (laughs) (laughs) Like like I I understand tears of joy from him. Right? Like as a performer That's gotta be pretty that, overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah, like as a performer having that response from your fan base, I could see being emotional. Sure. But did he fight good? Uh well no, because this was his 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 I'm back announcement. And he then oh. uh challenged Darby Allen in two weeks at uh all out, even because Darby Allen kind of already called him out. Uh but yeah, then he cut a really good promo. His opening line was amazing. And he's like, Boy, you really know you you really know how to make a guy feel like Britt Baker in Pittsburgh. <laughs> so the good. first the first episode of, of AEW Rampage was in Pittsburgh where like Britt Baker, who's like one of their like uh one of like the, the, the best heels they have in the women's division. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in either division, he's one she's one of the best heels. She's one of the best heels, yeah. And and is arguably one of the best, I would say, like, lady heels of all time. Right. Oh, yeah. Ever like, ever since that Sheeta match? Ooh. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Like I'm like I'm trying to think of like just even at all levels of wrestling definitely one of the best female bad guy wrestlers i mean she's not vicky guerrero yet but yeah. Vicky guerrero wasn't a wrestler
1: <laughs> well vicky wrestled
0: yeah. lita and yeah, so,
1: lita, lita the matt hardy thing that's that's pretty
0: yeah i'm not saying there's there's been no bad heels like also like heel oscar is good like i'm not saying there's the void of them i'm saying that she's way up there but anyway yeah. she's from pittsburgh And, like, Pittsburgh, like, tore the roof off the house for, like, cheering the bad guy, Dr. Britt Baker, when she came into the ring from Pittsburgh. And Punk uh, being, like, giving that shout out. Yeah, no, he he took a shit on WWE. He said he stopped. Huge one. Yeah, he was was, like, it was August 2005 when I wrestled my last match for Ring of Honor. And that was the last pro wrestling match that I did until today (laughs) or like he's like until coming back here so just overlooking his wwe career entirely he's like i had to make that decision and i stopped pro wrestling
2: Mm
0: -hmm. was like to join sports entertainment instead of professional wrestling yeah exactly it's it uh yeah no it was a a a nice promo i think hit all the right notes did all the right things guy can just go on the mic made a good made a good reason for him to come back
1: by putting the whole locker room over there's a yeah. there's a lot of young talent there that I wish I'd been working with for the last 10 years. There are a yeah. lot of scores I need to settle from people who are still in that locker room. I was like, "Oh, yeah, that's you're, you're tying yourself to the company, not just selling yourself as your your own unique brand." That was good.
0: And he's like, "And I got time. <laughs> Wednesdays, Fridays, four four Saturdays or Sundays a year. I got time for this." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's basically anyway, really? saying
1: he's not Brock Lesnar. He's,
0: he's going to yeah, fight. Yeah, exactly. And then immediately, at SummerSlam, Brock Lesnar shows up to, to, to do nothing. <laughs> Roman Reigns wins. Brock Lesnar shows up and then doesn't attack him, doesn't hug him. Just maybe, maybe challenges for the belt, maybe doesn't. They're both working for Paul Heyman or not. Who knows? But it, it felt it – fe- and Becky Lynch returned at SummerSlam. But both Becky Lynch and Brock's return felt so, to me, like reactionary to the CM Punk stuff, particularly Mm -hmm. Brock. Becky, I could see, but particularly, like, get Brock on the phone, give him a million dollars, make him show up. We need our headline. (laughs) Like it really felt like, wait, this is nothing. One, I didn't even realize Brock was gone. Two, (laughs) Becky- He works so exactly. Even when
1: he's he's working, he's rarely around. Uh, Two, Becky Lynch coming back and saying, and taking the title right away, basically just crushed the whole division.
0: Oh yeah, Squash- squashing Sasha—not uh, Sasha. Squashing Bianca makes no sense from a from a point of view. But anyway, that's yeah. the world of wrestling. I don't think we we need to dwell on it too too long. <laughs> but uh, yeah, CM Punk just, coming Stan back Punk is very good wrestler. on the microphone. My favorite wrestler. I'm gonna like. I already watched AEW most of the time, but now I'm gonna watch it even more. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, the only news I care about this week.
1: wait, no, wait, wait. wait um, hang on a sec. You just uh, touched on something. Uh, your favorite wrestler, and everyone kind of knows it's CM Punk. Mine is Bret Hart. I have mm-hmm. no idea who John's favorite pro wrestler is. I don't, I don't have think a he favorite. Has an informed no, opinion. no, no. <laughs> He's been around it a, a little bit. He's got to. I'm curious. Just
2: off the top of your head, don't even dive too deep into it.
0: Who is the first wrestler you think of when you think of pro wrestling?
2: So, as you asked the question, I thought of CM Punk. Because I saw him wrestle in a couple of matches, but I feel like that's lame. The first one that popped into my head, who wasn't any of that, was Undertaker.
0: Because oh. I like uh, I like wizardry. <laughs> Unde- exactly, Un- undead I wizards. Like, uh, like I th- you- how many times have you played a necromancer? <laughs> like, Actually, you know? only
2: one time. That was I. That was a I, I jumped on that opportunity in our Avernus game to play a necromancer because you usually can't get away with that in a D and D game. But um, I, I, don't, I also I don't feel that answer,
0: Sean. Matthias Wren was remember. a necromancer, wasn't he?
2: Uh, no, he was, uh, he had path of lightning and he had path of, um, spirit maybe. Oh, maybe I guess that counts him as a necromancer. Um, hold on, hold on, but I I have some, I have more to say about this. I also think that he's kind of like, when I think of like wrestlers, I think of like mid nineties, I might've actually watched a couple of wrestling, like replays or something on TV during the day or caught some, whatever. And I think of that, like greasy, long hair, old guy kind of look that he managed to maintain that. I guess Hulk Hogan kind of has that and yeah. the, the like hair metal style wrestlers that are, that, that were like hanging around in the nineties. So he's like my archetypal wrestler. Body. And I think, and that, that's also
0: sort of has informed like the last, the last like 10 to 15 years of undertaker's career was he's the way he was when you were a kid. only right. more right. powerful than ever before. Like, and by that, like that's, we mean that, that's been like the twilight of his career. Is he's the same yeah. dude you remember from a kid, only more powerful. <laughs> like, sure, they, they, he's he he had like ten years of being a weird. Didn't they just wizard. like
2: pull him out for the the big big matches at the end of the year, and then I
0: guess he spent the rest of the year recovering? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he should have retired multiple times. <laughs> they always they always kind of act like it's his retirement, and then I guess Vince throws like a big old bag of money at him, and then he like. Laces up his boots one more time. I mean, I, I like to think it's of his good. last
1: real match is the the second Triple H match at WrestleMania, where the three of them walk out. I... Trips and Shawn, and everything after that was just Ric Flair matches.
0: Well, I think the he like I think Punk. I mean, yeah, I'm a Punk Mark, whatever. But like Punk should have retired him. Like the 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 year that Paul Bearer died, but then because Paul Bearer died, they were like, "Well, Undertaker can't lose the year." His actual friend and manager died, <laughs> like, and then they made it storyline or whatever with with the blessings of the Bearer family and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, "But that that match, I think that was the last like, and maybe one of the ones with Brock, like, was the last like good match I can remember him having." And that was a long time ago. I cannot remember a good Undertaker match, even though he's had a bunch since then. That oh. was one of the last like. He wrestled a good match. I don't know. You know. The last
1: one with Triple H was the three last Attitude Era guys.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was the end of the era match, like in a big way. Yeah.
1: And everything else after that, it seemed to me like Ric Flair. Like he's the old guy wrestling one more match. It's not really a wrestling match. It's just an excuse to put him on the poster.
0: Yeah. Hmm. But I, I liked, like I said, I liked the Punk angle just because, like, it was also a Paul Bearer send off. Like, as a like that, that kind of it, it had a double, uh, a double message, right? Where you're like, Oh, yeah, this is good. Where with the urn and all that stuff, but I could see Undertaker, Undertaker's a good, all right, great, great. Um, who is your favorite x man <laughs> I just. So the one of the things that if you were listening to our Fantasia podcast about, we said how did Suicide Squad do at the box office, which is an interesting mm. question because how do any of these blockbusters do at the box office? And Scarlett Johansson might not be in the MCU anymore based on how Black Widow did or did not do at the block, box office. You you also heard about suing Disney. Hmm? I know, and and yes, exactly, because right. of how it performed at the box office, and her contract had a re- certain amount of residuals and payments entitled to box office take, which yeah. does not have any provisions for Disney Plus subscription money. And so they're giving of... her nothing. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, they're giving her a percentage of the box office, which is a fraction of it, even though they're selling it like 30 bucks on Disney Plus, Plus. Yeah. And, and that's trickled down. I think she wasn't even the first one who had a lawsuit. I want to say someone in maybe... Godzilla vs. Kong also really? had, a, had a similar issue where they're like, yeah, this didn't do as well in the box office because anyone with an HBO Max subscription could do it. That's so it's like weird. Warner Brothers is making money out of both ends. But the way our contracts were worded, which was not a thing, <laughs> like when those contracts were written up. I, I might be wrong really... about this,
2: but I thought Scarlett Johansson's contract, she had like X a contract for X number of movies. And then this movie was X. So it was like the last one in it anyway.
0: Right, but she's still trying to sue them for her residuals. Yes, yes,
2: and, yes, and yes, I, yes. And I that's think like guaranteeing of, there's no more, no more. Yeah, exactly. And be, I mean, because her character or, did
0: die in in the last Avengers movie,
2: the fuck does that mean? Who cares? Especially Don't in, in the world of comic books. Yeah,
0: you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it, it's like this. This is, and I think that that's why why Disney doesn't mind taking the hard line on this yeah. is because they were like, yeah. well, we're done with the character anyway, so effer in the. the A. <laughs> So I I think that's why Disney's kind of like doubled down and just said, we don't care. And this is word of the contract and we're going to lawyer up, but it's getting like pretty interesting and like weirdly spicy because they tried to settle out of court and her lawyer was like, no, I don't know why this shouldn't be publicly litigated. So people can see how this works mm-hmm. <laughs> because I don't think Scarjo doesn't actually need the money. And it kind of seems like it's proving a point mm-hmm. at, this, yep. like, at this point. And I was like, it's really hard, I mean, I guess, to feel sympathy for the big Hollywood A-lister, but it's even harder to feel sympathy for Disney. Right? Like they're like, they're making millions of dollars off of this work through a method that happened to not exist when the contract was drafted, and they're like, None for you. And you're like, Yeah, but you changed the model. So I kinda
2: I kinda do feel a little sympathy for Scarlett Johansson. Oh, in this, anybody more, versus the mouse. And also yeah. she does movies that are not just like she's not just taking paychecks you know like she's done a couple of i'm trying to find the name of it the movie where she played a robot ran around seducing guys
0: oh. that wasn't like where she played a robot It was like ghost in the shell was not very good no but yeah there, there was another one where she was a robot you
2: know what i'm talking about i can't find it on imdb
0: I it might have been an, uncredited um no
2: it definitely wasn't she
0: was the yeah, yeah. it was it was, it was like a scar joe vehicle but yeah it was an interesting movie i do i remember it yeah. as well yeah yeah But yeah, no, absolutely. I was like, subtract the fact that, yes, she's already making millions. Under the skin. That's what it was. Under the skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, But yeah, subtract the fact that she's already making millions. It's the fact that there's other millions, and instead of going to the actual performer, it's going to Disney. Like, because they literally changed the game after signing the contract, which I feel is just like, just super shady. It
2: wasn't done out of spite. Obviously, it was done because of circumstances, and it just happened to work out in their favor. But regardless. No, no. That's a a thing you sit down and renegotiate.
1: You renegotiate
2: yeah. that. You're just like, hey,
1: COVID, hey, no theaters aren't open everywhere. Time to sit down with the lawyers and renegotiate the contract.
0: Yeah, like for, for she whatever wants to get the paid. number is. Like, imagine if they were just like, oh yeah, in light of this, and in light of the, how big the movie was, and whatever else, you get five percent of the Disney Plus uh, re- monthly revenue, whatever. And the then the mouse would get less money. Yeah, I know, but that's what I'm saying. But like, like again, we're talking teeny tiny percentages would equate to probably the same number. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like in terms of actual payout, they can be like, oh, too bad it didn't do so good on the box office. And you're like, yeah, because you launched it on your streaming service where theaters are not at capacity. Some theaters aren't open and you're like, this isn't that movie theaters just suddenly disappeared. It's that movie theaters can't be open for public health safety reasons. Like, like, right? it's, it's such an easy and arguably trivial thing for the big companies. Like, because like I said, Warner Brothers did the same deal and have kind of messed over people. Uh, and like I said, I think ScarJo was just the big enough talent to necessarily like make this one knock down drag out and not settle out of court right to, to kind of go go with it and not make right. this just right. sort of right. go away uh but yeah super messed up and it's like it just it is if ever you are doubting that these companies are giant not are giant and shitty you just need to look at like exhibit i don't know what this is like d17 or whatever they've gone through the alphabet 16 times and they're into the yeah. 17th Big shitty companies gonna be big and shitty and profit from off of a pandemic to the like detriment of their own talent. Hooray, Disney! Good times. Yeah. Uh, What else is going on? I mean, there's really shame because the movie was good. I want to talk about that. I didn't see it. Did you? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, we talked about it. We've talked about it on the show even. I liked it. Yeah, I thought it was fun. He said, "What's his name was good in it." He was like, "Am "Am I Captain America's greatest villain?" And they're like, "I don't think he knows you."
1: exactly. It was it was snappy writing. Whoever did the the dialogue work on that that script did did a good job. Hmm. That was probably the best thing about that movie. The the dialogue polish was was tip top.
2: Except for one or two little scenes. Topjun? The oh, you're talking about Black Widow now, not uh, yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, I think I might have was it on Netflix? I might have put no, it on no, while no. working out and then and then Disney+. No, 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 no. Let's take a ticket.
0: It's a Disney Plus exclusive. It just okay. came out like a month ago. So. Oh, I see that. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah, yeah. I
2: did read that her sister or something kills literally thousands of people when Probably. she buries the prison in ice.
0: Maybe.
1: I mean, yeah, they have killed lots of people. Okay. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> whatever. Don't John McClane kills lots of people. It's not sure does.
2: Much. They're all bad guys.
0: They're European. They, they, they talked about that in the uh, in the pitch meeting for uh, the Suicide Squad. <laughs> We're just sort of like, but wait a second, this st- <laughs> like they're like the starfish is on those faces. Those are people, right? Like, are they just killing people? No, no, no. Someone's gonna have a throwaway line of dialogue saying that they're already corpses. So they're just walking around. Cool, we can kill them now. Because <laughs> you're like, yeah, they're already dead, mm-hmm. so it yep. doesn't matter what happens to them. Ooh, thank God. And they're like. <laughs> And then the like it's like and then we get to the third act, and the producer's like, a big beam shooting into the sky. No, I was gonna no. go with a big starfish kaiju. He's like, but we usually do a big beam shooting into the sky. They're like, well, not this time. This it's is gonna a be a big starfish kaiju. Right. Yeah. And he's like, Okay. He's just sad and I was like, man, <laughs> those movies have big beams shooting into the sky so <laughs> often. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was pretty telling um, that it's a little bit like zero punctuation where mm-hmm. when, um, when pitch meeting doesn't have a lot negative to say, you're like, oh, it must be a pretty good movie. When they're mm-hmm. kind of like nitpicking or like poking holes in the genre or just like being a little more like, that was silly. Like, you're like, oh, yeah, there must be – because if there, if there is anything bad, both pitch meeting for films and zero punctuation for video games, they will like tear it to shreds for comedy. And if there's nothing bad, they just kind of make a fun little video. Mm-hmm. And yeah, what I was your it was terrible fun. news? Oh, I mean, well, the Afghanistan stuff is real messed up. I mean, I'm surprised you what, didn't. What, you must. Have, it hasn't popped up on Watch People Die. That video is. What, was...
2: what are you talking about? It was. It's over. Mission successful. Great success.
0: The people grabbing onto the plane wheels as it was taking off and. The
2: purpose dying. of the operation was to extract money from the American people and give it to military contractors. In that regard, oh, twenty no, years. No, no, no I'm, it saying, it, I'm saying it's. Bad,
0: I'm saying it's bad. news for the Afghanis. I mean, America did it.
2: It's been bad the whole way through. I mean, yeah, exactly. They,
0: they, but they, yeah, there, some footage gone, you do not want really to watch, though. The what? I said that, that there's footage though that you do not want to watch, like
2: of people falling off of airplanes. I did see some of that footage.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's it. It's real, 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 real grizzly. John Oliver did uh, his, I guess, mid-season break or whatever. He's off for a couple of weeks. Uh, he did it just about Afghanistan, and he was like, "Let me preface this by like." Saying that, like, staying there is also kind of not the answer. <laughs> you know, like, he's like, he's right. like, it's, it's, he's like, just that the way we're leaving is pretty messed up. <laughs> and he's just sort of like, the fact that we don't have like better ways to get these people out on time. And he's like, I, he's like, I'm not presenting solutions. And he's like, and, and this is by far like decades in the making of problem. But in the very short and time, we are like, replacing we, America, is turning their backs on people who help them like in a big way. So that is a thing that regardless of your thoughts on the politics of why was America should be there. Should they stay there? All that stuff. He's like, ignore all that. We're turning our backs on people that helped us period. And just to be like, well, we helped the Americans goodbye. It's so messed up anyway. Yeah. I guess I don't necessarily want to talk about that. It's a, it's pretty grim.
1: We can switch into another little tidbit. Uh, Trump held a rally Mm -hmm. this week in Alabama and he told them, Mm You guys should all get vaccinated. And they booed Donald Trump. Uh They booed him relentlessly and he had to change the subject to get his ego stroked again. Wow. Like, what? Can Donald Trump dig a hole so deep he can't get out of it?
0: That's so crazy. (laughs) That's
1: That's crazy.
0: How? Like, I mean, yeah, I guess that's the... Like it's like the proud boys thing right where it was just sort of like no i was just doing that to get them riled up and you're like yeah but then they took it seriously oh, i never meant for them to take it seriously <laughs> i was just saying it to get them riled up right. like, well they took it seriously and now where are we
1: look what you've done mm.
0: this is the stupidest we're we're in the stupid timeline <laughs> what was it did you say that today scott Oh uh, no, it was john where yeah. you were like, this is the coldest year of the rest of our lives.
2: It is. coldest
0: August of the rest of our lives.
2: Oop. Only hotter from here.
0: I guess we um, there was a, an, a federal election announced since our last episode. That's true. Yep. Scumbag Trudeau. This is going to be an election. It's, what do we have happens. to say about that? An election in the pandemic is silly. Scumbag yeah. Trudeau.
2: I mean, you know, the conservatives are in total disarray. The Green Party has uh, had a little mini civil war. The NDP are, are actually capitalizing and getting themselves organized. And any time that he gives to them is going to be gains for them. So, you know, tactically, good decision. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Do you know? and, and
1: do you know what their marketing the campaign pol- is? The
0: politicking of it works. The, the market, reality yeah. of it is blech.
1: The marketing campaign is, look, we're not going to change anything. Just vote for us again. (laughs) Seriously, I watched a whole bunch of their ads and they're just like, we have to stay the course. We have to keep doing what we've been doing because it's working. I'm like, then why? Why are we having an election?
0: If everything (laughs) everything is fine, fine. (laughs) why are we doing another election? There's a very, very
2: real possibility we're going to have a liberal majority which is yep. gonna like when that happens is is they're just as right wing as the conservatives, right? It's like all pro business, go go go. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you do? What how do you, how do you act now to prevent that from happening? I don't know what can happen. I don't know.
0: I mean, what matters? I, my 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 earnest, I guess, political hope would be that. I think it's too soon for an orange wave, but like the the. The NDP like gaining momentum uh and uh like would obviously be the the thing to do. <laughs> like if you if you are like I wanna stop a liberal majority, the only the like the only like real vote is a vote for the NDP. Like that's like kinda it because like depending you said, even... where you
1: are, man. Like if you're in Calgary or Edmonton,
0: you're going have NDP. to vote
1: red. No, right, you're, not, now you're talking
0: about strategic voting. Yeah. They voted in the NDP. They had an NDP provincial leader even for a little while. And they were like, wait a second, we didn't get as much money as we liked. Back to conservatives. Yeah. <laughs> hmm.
2: I I have nothing but despair when I look at the political landscape right now. I feel hmm. like there's nothing's going to be done about the environment. And it's kind of been the only thing that matters for the last 20 years. And
0: and uh, I mean, slash ever.
2: yeah no well not slash ever you know half half of the the co2 in the atmosphere that is was put there by people was put there in the last 30 years yeah like it's like a modern
0: problem it's our lifetime that this this tragedy has unfolded yeah for sure but i mean but i think that there were like environmentalism and environmental politics and stuff like that even came up in the 90s and i guess at a certain point like there were certain corrective actions that even took absolutely the urgency was not there like the urgency is there now and has been for the last decade or two Yep. Oh yeah. yeah. Gross. Yeah. Did anyone watch that, uh, that Greta, I am Greta thing? Nope. Nope. No. What is it? Documentary matter? Yeah. 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 What did more... it say? I, I haven't, haven't watched it, but it was just uh, I was wondering if anyone had watched it. <laughs> was...
2: Nope. I have a fun bit of miscellanea. I don't know if this oh. is, is going to be too interesting, but there's a lot to unpack here. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll give you the summary and we can decide if we're going to unpack it or not. Oh, so it's, it's something sciencey that I've been wrong about in the past. I feel good to bring this up, and it's about people being fat. So, this website. Ooh, tell me more. SlimeMoldTimeMold.com. Slime okay. SlimeMoldTimeMold.com.
0: That's where I get um, my science news.
2: I, well, I don't know how the hell this thing is there. I don't know who they are. I've like gone to the help page a couple times to try and get info about what this what this is. Whether it's just like one guy's blog that he put it together, or whether it's like a team of scientists who've been who are connected to health and nutrition issues and they wanna they wanna bring it up. So it's um, they're currently on their eighth post. Each post is like maybe three or four thousand words. It's like a pretty big a big hit. But it's, um, it's basically the thesis is that the, ob- the obesity epidemic is not attributable to anything that we have attributed to. So it's not attributable to diet. It's not attributable to um, the balancing of macronutrients in people's diets. It's not attributable to lack of exercise. It's not attributable to um, you know whatever whatever you can think of. They're wrong, and they go through a, a, a huge cavalcade of evidence supporting this. And the, the thing that they arrive at at the end, the only thing that we have not ruled out is that there is an environmental toxin that is making people obese. It sounds bananas, and mm-hmm. they, they, they put down really, really good evidence for it in, an, in a number of ways. I'm just going to run through – if this is interesting, we can do this. Go for
0: it. I'm, I'm, I, I'm so, interested. I, I, had, I had thoughts about obesity – and yeah. fat people today driving the car, and I was just sort of like, I'm like, man, what a weird species we are. Like that was like literally. It wasn't even like I had like, <laughs> like, like I saw like a uh, a heavier gentleman and his heavier wife and their heavy little kid, and I was like, something's crazy. Just like so in general.
2: <laughs> this is this is the first the first post. I'm going to summarize it very quickly. Stop me if you want to, but I'm going to try and jam through it fast. It's eight mysteries about the obesity epidemic. So mystery one, it's. It's a bigger deal than people really suspect. A hundred years wow. ago, the average male weight was 155 pounds. And now it is uh, 195 pounds. We, a uh, hundred years ago, about 1% of the population was obese. Now it's about 36%. Like it's, it's an enormous problem that people underestimate. And you think that um, this, I guess this is item number two, is You think that it, it like followed the trend of westernization of the sedentary modern lifestyle, but it didn't. In fact, it started dramatically in 1980. And then in the last 20 years, it's actually gotten worse. Like you don't hear about obesity in the news quite so much, but the years between 2010 and the present, people got fatter at a faster rate than people got fat between 2000 and 2010.
0: So like you can also, you can kind of even accelerating. I don't know how much data there is, but, like, you could argue that the aristocracy should have been, like, fat as fuck, and they weren't. Like, some of them were, but, like, you know what I mean? I'm just sort of like, you had people sitting around doing nothing who could want for nothing and could eat everything. Whatever they they want. No health, like... Like nothing healthy in their entire diets or regime. So here's the next mystery: they
2: they went and they did a survey of hunter-gatherer societies that are still alive that eat wildly different diets. So Mm -hmm. you can find um, aboriginals living in uh, the Philippines or in um, uh, Southeast Asia who eat largely 100 percent carbohydrates in the form of taros and starches and roots and, and whatever. These guys are not obese. You can look at Inuit and Maasai who have diets, traditional diets anyway, that are almost 100% animal products, p- almost purely fat and protein. In the case of Maasai, apparently two-thirds of their their cal- caloric intake is from fat, okay. just because because all they eat is blood and milk and and cow parts, and. These guys are not obese whatsoever. And then you look at guys living in South America who go through parts of the year where they eat almost exclusively honey. There's like the rainy season. The only calories that they can get are from honey that they take directly from hives. So mm-hmm. it's not its not about the balance of macronutrients that you're taking in. They look at exercise. Thought, like, so what about, as, this, as,
0: uh, what about this equating with the other documentary that you talked about, like the refined sugar and stuff? Because I always thought like refined stuff because nothing what you're talking about is talking about processed food. And I always thought like to me that was the link of the like recency of obesity was like the amount of processing preservatives, refined right. sugars.
2: So they talk about this, there's a there's a mystery in lab studies where they start with rats and they say, okay, we want to get rats obese to, to get them ready for doing studies on, right? So how do you get rats obese? Well, you feed them a, a shitload of food. And so what they would do is they would take rat, like the general rat food that they would feed them, mix it up with a higher percentage of, um, of fat and they, and give them as much as they could to try and get the rats to eat it. And they wouldn't get obese. And then they were like, well, why don't we feed them fucking Fruit Loops and, and other shitty processed foods that humans eat? They did mm. that and they got faster enormously quicker and they stayed faster for, for much, much much longer. And stayed fatter. Stayed fatter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's, the, what's the other one? Okay. This is the one that blows my mind. Altitude. You ready for this? What is the effect of altitude on obesity? If you are living closer to sea level. You are enormously more likely to be obese than if you are living at a high altitude. This is true in America. This is true in China. This is true in middle and um, – uh, what do you call it there? Iraq and um,
0: uh, Saudi Arabia and all of that. Middle East. That's why nobody's fat in Westmount.
2: Now, it's, you know, obviously there's variance for different reasons, but the yeah, thing that they, they say, what, what would explain this is if there's an environmental toxin that people are taking in very trace amounts of, and it bioaccumulates or it accumulates in the water as it runs downhill, and the people living closer to water get it. And hmm. so, I, I'm obviously, I'm jumping over a lot of these. Oh, yeah, and then mystery eight is diets don't work. They they have a lot of meta-analyses yeah. on yeah, the yeah. effects of diets. And they, they have a whole chapter that's nothing other than addressing the, the issue of calories in, calories out, right? Like, and I, I was a big guy about this, you know, I, I, I'm i sure I rattled my mouth off more than once about just, just eat less. And mm-hmm. it's true, just eat less and you'll get thinner. But it's true in the same sense, like, just stop drinking to an alcoholic or just cheer the fuck up to a depressed person. Like, it's true, but it's also not true enough to the point that it, it you know, it isn't really addressing what the problem is.
0: Yeah. it it could work but then you're you're even like someone was talking about this i was reading reading an article about the like just eat less where they're like just eat less will potentially make you thinner but like your body will still always be screaming for more and then there's a whole bunch of like mental and whatever issues with that where it's it's more than
1: that that's just assuming that your digestive system is the end all be all of of weight and not the lymphatic system, or the hormone system, or Mm -hmm. all these other things before you even get into mental issues.
2: So they actually go through a wide range of drugs that have effects on people that cause them to gain a large amount of weight. There's a lot of anti, so they talk about the, um, uh, inside your body you have something called a lipostat. It's like a system that regulates how much fat is your, the point that your body wants to get to, right? And mm-hmm. There are people who are born missing a, a, uh, the, product, the ability to produce a protein called leptin and it, it regulates a lot of your appetite. Children who don't have any leptin in their body and who don't produce it normally, all they can think about is eating, eat, 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 you're, you're two years old, you weigh 50 pounds and you scream, the parents of these kids who have this disorder, they have to put locks on the fridges and the kids will eat out of the garbage because all they think about all day long is eating, it's as though they're starving 24-7. And, and you think, okay, well, that's like a deranged problem. But the range of, of ways that a person can be out of alignment in their, in their homeostasis, right, is far. And yeah. people who, have, who are obese— and that could be an extreme made,
0: example. Someone with exactly. like 10% of that is just kind of hungry all the time.
2: And, and could <laughs> consequently be 30 or 40 pounds overweight all the time yeah. they, they they give three examples of things that are in the environment that would actually explain the this uh, the obesity epidemic they don't have the evidence to say that this is exactly what it is but these things fit all of the criteria so number one is animal antibiotics it's well known you feed a cow antibiotics 24 7 over its whole life as we do for all of our our feed uh, feed cows mm-hmm. and they become fatter than animals that are not fed antibiotics it fucks with their microbiome in their stomach somehow they put on shitloads of weight and that stuff runs out of the cows goes into the environment and it fits perfectly with the like accumulating in the waterways as it goes downstream
0: yeah it's also also really really interesting about that and this is just purely anecdotal Mm -hmm. but i don't know if we talked about like the fact that the last couple years sarah and i have bought a like a quarter well one eighth because we split it with another family but bought like a quarter of a like a slaughtered cow from like a normal farm not like a farm fed farm like Mm -hmm. so you get like this other cow and every time we eat it it's been about two or three years whatever we've done this two or three times it's like it then i eat like a burger from the grocery and it like makes my stomach hurt the way that this (laughs) cow does not and i'm like oh right because there's no antibiotics there's no hormones there's no whatever like it's just that's in the meat from the grocery store that's not in the meat that i've like pretty much gotten used to eating yeah in, in the last couple of years, like the the one that I thought was really funny was we had um, we did a, a fondue with it. Right. And like the, the fondue was like the really thinly sliced, like super rich meat. Mm-hmm. Usually you eat like fondue split two ways. And just by like eating a meal amount of it, you're like, boy, that's sure sitting heavy in the stomach and you don't feel great afterwards. This I felt full, but not like gross. And I was like, I was like expecting after eating a bunch of meat fondue to have the like gross, like mm-hmm gourmand feeling uh, in my stomach. And it just wasn't there. And Sarah and I were b- have both kind of come to that same conclusion, right? Like, oh, right. There's no hormones. There's no antibiotics. There's no whatever. This is a farm in Quebec that has like 10 cows. Yeah. And then he, he sells 10 cows a year. Like that's his that's his marketability, whatever. And you're just like, all that crap in food, that's nuts. Here's, <laughs> it's here's in, another it's everything.
2: The next The next drug that they recommend or they suspect might be the cause of this is lithium. So... There's lithium mines that, that like end up with a whole bunch of it running in the water. People also take it as, a, as antidepressants, and it ends up in the water. And there's some evidence that it has an effect on people's cognition at doses that are one one thousandth 1000 for what the therapeutic dose is.
0: So you
2: know, if, so and, so if and, you're on
0: like 50 milligrams, we're saying like 0. 0.00005 milligrams could do it, it which is like maybe a maybe trace amount. But not that amount. many zeros. But yeah, Probably ignored mode. at any filtration level.
2: Yeah, exactly. It goes it goes by all the filtrations. And the other thing is that it actually – lithium is very common in seawater. And in the Middle East, they get most of their water actually from desalination plants. And so mm-hmm. they, they they desalinate the water, which leaves you with pure H2O, but then they mix back in a little bit of seawater because you still want to get like the trace minerals and stuff that's actually healthy for you. So mm-hmm. And in that remixing of the seawater, you end up with enough lithium to possibly – have an effect on on people's weight it, it's pretty intense stuff and i'm like probably not doing justice to the whole theory just rampaging over the subject like this but slime mold time com is really interesting you you um
0: so where did it where did you get, well, find this was this just so it know, was posted like... on hacker news yeah that's right. you're like just just uh just just so, it so, in. And being like why right people in. fat <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, 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 it was it was posted on Hacker News. There was um there was a post about some guys who were doing like a like they were promoing a uh, an app that they have for helping guys to lose weight. Mm-hmm. And somebody posted this thing saying like, "Hey, what do you think about this?" And uh, it didn't generate mm-hmm. a lot of discussion. But I like having having been rereading this thing for the last couple of days, I find it fascinating. That's very
0: very interesting. I mm-hmm. will give it a look because, like I said, it's all like <clears throat> weight has always kind of like fascinated me because like even when I put on a couple pounds I know that like I not not to say I'm not ever going to get huge but it's just sort of like I was like oh but there's not necessarily a reason like I don't necessarily see myself being incredibly healthier mm-hmm. than someone who's like quite a bit heavier than me and I was like oh yeah there's just something that keeps me small that doesn't exist in some other people yep. like and that I've always been like that's crazy because like even like I'm like oh I didn't work out for like three four months And I'll put on five pounds. Some people will put on twenty or thirty.
2: They they talk about drugs that have. um, There's like their. You know your your biology, which is going to be hereditary, gives you resistance to some drugs in very very minute abilities, or Mm -hmm. minute ways. And they're saying like if if this environmental toxin is being you know is everybody's exposed to it in very trace amounts, even a very small amount of resistance from your your natural biology could mean that that trace amount has no effect on you whatsoever.
0: So yeah, and we are talking like, about the fact that 60%, like it's still the majority of the population doesn't experience it. Yeah. Or at least, at least to the realm of obesity. So yeah. it is still like, it's a minority, but a growing minority, right? Where you're just saying that like, maybe the trace amounts are going from point, like one 1,000th 1, to, or one 10, to one 1,000th 1, or whatever the heck it is. So yeah. it's like, that could be the arc <laughs> that's like building the, building the portion of the population. And then we end up in yeah. Wally future where everybody's fat, sitting in a floating chair, watching a TV. Maybe one of maybe us.
1: Well. <laughs> I mean, I think it's very interesting too. Like, I have had maybe two or three beers this year. Uh, I play sports constantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get my cardio up very easily by playing sports, and I have not lost even a couple pounds in twenty twenty one.
0: Like, yeah, like just by like if you if you were to look at, like, Scott 10 years ago versus, like, Scott now, you'd be like, oh, yeah, if you cut beers out, you're probably going to, like, shed, like, 15, 20 easy. I don't know like... what Scott's head, what he, what he looks like. All I ever see is his head. It's been two <laughs> years we've been doing this at the computer. I saw um, him this weekend. I'm
2: He's
1: 275. Like yeah, I'm 275. I, I'm not a small person. I...
0: You're not well, your heaviest, I'm but you're also not, uh, you haven't gotten small. I'm spells. not super if far you know, from it. There him. was a period where I, where you were bigger. I mean, I can tell by the clothes that I wear that
1: stuff is still fitting kind of how it used to
0: <laughs> haven't you haven't changed the number in front of the XL I yeah, can't I even imagine like... that Scott
2: when I was training to go up Kilimanjaro I did it like like sets running up and down Mount Royal with uh like 20 pounds on my back because that's that's mm-hmm. like the amount of weight we were supposed to carry and my shit hurt for days after doing that and you're carrying way more than that well I think about that all <laughs> the time with my knees being sore all the time like yeah I believe yeah. you yeah
1: but i mean like but yeah, that's it. yeah I get forget, it. i'm not like, a fitness guru but like you'd think in the summer yeah, like, like, in the summer when i start yeah. like playing and being active all the time i don't i don't, I don't get a change
0: but yeah. if you were to look at like pre pre dad scott you were probably knocking back 15 20 beers a week minimum
1: yeah i could do that no problem
0: like, like, not, like, like, and that's just like a normal week. And if you were to be like, oh yeah, I took a hundred beers a month out of my diet, that should equate to weight loss, <laughs> you yeah. know, like, like that should just like, you're like, that's a lot of empty calories, a lot of carbs, like there should something like, and that, that happened to me, which is really funny. Like I lost, I think five to 10 pounds in a, the span of like two, three months when I stopped drinking soda, mm-hmm. like my body was just like, goodbye soda. And then I didn't do anything different in my plan. Like my day-to-day life, I didn't even start working out. I just d- stopped drinking soda and lost like five to ten pounds, which on me is like 50, like seven percent of my body weight, <laughs> like it was just like, see you later, you stop drinking soda, whereas that is not the case for all body types, yeah, you
1: know. seriously, if I lost ten percent of my body weight, ten percent, I would still be two hundred and fifty pounds
0: yeah, but and that like if if you were just listening to like normal diet methodology, that should have happened from not drinking beer, yeah. Right. And not just beer. It's not like I've
1: switched over to whiskey or anything like I don't I don't drink
2: in this (laughs) section on calories in calories out. They they talk a lot about the notion that the body has the ability to regulate the weight, weight gain or loss based on where it thinks it should be. Right. And that's what I I Mm -hmm. mentioned before, the lipostat saying, like, how fat does the body want itself to be at? Well, people, you know, if you think you imagine somebody doing like a leg twitch where they like bounce their leg or mm-hmm. there's other little behaviors that you can do to burn off calories that you you'll do them unconsciously if your body feels like you have too many or mm-hmm. the body can can slow down the amount of calories that it's spending you know like mm-hmm. it can it can think a little bit less it can breathe a little bit slower there's all kinds of little things it can do to tweak where it wants to be the notion that like i am at my weight I put one calorie in my mouth that is a calorie extra, I get one calorie of fat added to my body is crazy. Like it doesn't Ooh, it yeah, doesn't work not, that nonsense. plainly. There's systems in between that meet that allow the body to control where it's gonna go. Yeah. Um and it's a, the whole thesis of this thing is that's where it's out of whack.
0: Uh fascinating stuff, John. Yeah. Honestly, I really like, like I know we just spent a bunch of time talking about it, but I I wanna read more because it's one of those things that I, I find myself thinking about a lot. Um yeah. also something I found myself thinking about a lot today because there was news out today uh the live action cowboy bebop got its uh release date it's coming out in november does it have keanu reeves it doesn't have keanu reeves it has john cho plays spike spiegel Uh, apparently apparently he kills it apparently he kills it
1: yeah people who have seen stuff have been like oh yeah he 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 is spike
0: spiegel now so (laughs) the production the production stills that got released today look like real good and i i really don't want to be excited for this like this they they have made me excited for it when i promised myself i would not be (laughs) and the like the the when they announced like the cast reveal they all looked good when they showed them the first time kind of like in their costumes and stuff then they announced that like kano was doing new music for it like you get get Cowboy bebop music guy making more music for it i was like that's one of those things where you're like i mean he it could still be a miss I guess
2: it like, sure could it, it sure could, but George, I'm like, but George Lucas like... made
0: all those star Wars movies. <laughs> sure. But like the thing about bebop's music was like the genre varied from every episode for 20 something episodes and all the music is pretty good. And it was oh, like, no, no, all... no, it
1: was... yeah, you I'm... know,
0: like it wasn't just like, it's not just tank the opening theme. You're like, music is good throughout the entire show. Like at, and always like excellent choices with, bouncing around different genres of like mostly jazz music and stuff. When then occasionally veering into like heavy metal, uh, you know, for heavy metal queen. Is there anybody we would recognize as any of the rest of the cast? Uh, Yes. Faye Valentine is someone that I recognize from somewhere, but now it's, I'm drawing a blank. Okay. The thing that gets Um, me about
1: this is the history of adapting any animated properties into a live action feature. Is littered with landmines
0: of horrible failure. I don't know if it's and just. Anim- animate a live action. I can, forget I about animate. Can animate a live action. Go go. Like, I know, like anything to live it. action is, is weird. I mean, there's a couple of like success stories. What what is you it? What's one success? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one and two. Um, they they're great. The first one? <laughs> oh, man. I don't know about that I one. Mean, I mean, I'll say they're successes. I don't know
1: if they're great. It, the they're Vanilla Ice successful. was great. Yeah, I don't know if the rest of it was. the shredder. No, nah, they... uh, John, if, you've, if you read a lot of Eastman and Laird comics. I that did. I read movie, all four of them. That, that first movie is pretty close to the farmhouse. and the...
0: Yeah, It sure was.
1: Uh, it, do, it, it was they do, dark. They do it right.
0: Cartoons, so like non cartoons have... to live action. Like I said, T M N T TMNT, yeah. the, the definitely went downhill. But the first two,
2: yeah, but they also had the it's... comics to draw on. You're right.
0: making a jump, okay?
2: We were talking anime, animated. Yeah. Oh, anime. Anime the... yeah, I said, said animated because
1: GI Joe okay. and Transformers are in there too for
2: for,
0: for smashing misses.
1: stuff that you loved, and now you have to avoid it at all costs. Right. Um, the the Full Metal Alchemist stuff live action wasn't terrible. Wasn't
2: great. It didn't didn't get as much room to breathe, but it wasn't terrible. Did not see
1: Ghost in the Shell. You, one not... of
2: you, one of you guys saw the Battle Angel Alita thing? Was that any yeah, good? It was okay. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it was it was fine. All right. Kind so, of.
2: is that what you want? Is that what you want for your beloved Cowboy Bebop? It uh, was no, all right. I... <sighs> Ghost in the Shell. Uh, Death Note. <laughs> it was uh,
1: Dragon Ball Z the movie. Uh,
2: okay guys Avatar, Avatar the last like
1: airbender yeah. <laughs> right mm. <laughs> there's a lot of hesitation here and a lot of hedging my bets just because they can yeah. take some nice stills
0: yeah. yeah 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 for sure like I I'm I'm not sold but uh no you've you made, made a promise li- to yourself li- li-
1: not to get excited and Keith I'm gonna make sure you keep that promise by bringing up all this trash
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm
2: literally you looking guys through posted like a like, YouTube live action evangelion that I think was true to the spirit of
0: the show. Hmm. Someone I'm looking at a list that someone says that the live action speed racer is better than the cartoon. Get out of here, you liars.
2: I'm not so sure they're wrong. That's this just cuz the awesome. cartoon was really bad.
0: Yeah. It's low yeah, hanging exactly. fruit. <laughs> yeah, no, this, okay, so this is, this is a pretty pretty bad... Like, listen, listen to this list, so, and like this list is saying some are better animated, some are better live action. This entire list, I believe, is a better cartoon. Last Airbender, Okay. better as a cartoon. They're saying Absolutely. better live action Robocop, but that's obviously because the cartoon was based on live action. Get out of here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Better animated, Aeon Flux, obviously. The movie was trash. Mm-hmm. Speed Racer, movie was trash. Masters of the Universe, on, the movie was on, trash.
2: Man. Come on, it was fun.
0: What? The what? Speed Racer movie. Speed race yeah. I was forgetting the like the, the, the two crazy. hours of the the two hours of like geopolitical machinations. It was that just happened like glitzy
2: and, shit, and then it was like, oh no, we have to go fast. <laughs> all right. So all right, much, right, right. so
0: much politics, though. The the yeah. the, the right. speed going fast part was cool. <laughs> not yeah. diminishing that. Uh, Scooby Doo, not great live. Yeah. Uh, Beauty yeah. and the Beast. I guess all the all the Disney live actions are like meh. Right, like they they put money into those live action remakes, and the, none of them are like amazing. Right, I mean, like they did Lion King, Melissa they did Beauty fin? and the Beast. The what? Maleficent. The aside
1: from Maleficent, Mo- Maleficent, Maleficent. Yes, that yeah. one. That one was probably so, the best of them. And even that, okay. you could take it or leave it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Are, I was you like Cruella? You was liked Cruella. No, I said it was fine. Yeah, I said you it was got basically a, a music of video. Uh, GI Joe, trash, Inspector Gadget.
2: Oh, Oof. Oof. yeah right Worst Like they made a live action right inspector
0: now. gadget with like beloved ferris bueller i was gonna say matthew broderick yeah gem and the holograms
2: oh my god get <laughs> the
0: fuck out hang on wait live action just found one live action adaptation that but based on a comic that was remarkably i think better than the comic and better than the cartoon for inexplicable reasons josie and the pussycats <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That movie, that movie is was good. That movie is wildly entertaining for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> that's a good movie.
2: <laughs> for some There's reason, any, seen I was going to say on. The
0: Crow. I, don't, I did
2: not. John, like, that movie is good. Watch it with your girl. What? It, it's, it's good.
1: Is it great? No, but it's good. It's like huh. a it,
0: better, if, funnier if, version of Spice World? And and somehow has like all kinds of like modern consumer satire like mixed into it as this mindless nonsense movie plays out. Yeah. The boy band, the boy band is amazing with uh, it like Devin Sawa in it, or yeah. and, and, and Brecken and Meyer and uh, Seth Green, whatever else. Yeah, and they just crash the plane. Like, it's great. Like seriously, you yeah, to I, I wouldn't has, even
1: give that to you as a worst movie ever because wow,
0: it's, it's good. pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, TMNT I think kind of did it. Transformers trash, Street Fighter, Street Fighter. The one with Julia?
1: Yeah, but that doesn't count. The source material is not
0: animated series. It's also a video game. But I mean, it was an animated video game that then (laughs) they adapted bad into a live action. They adapted good into a cartoon and then adapted bad into a live action film. (laughs) I'm I'm gonna disqualify it though. I don't think it counts. Uh, So live action apparently pretty good. Richie Rich. Anyone? The no. Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin
1: movie? Macaulay? Macaulay Culkin and John Larroquette. It's, 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 it's watching two established Hollywood stars ruin their careers bit by bit in that
0: movie.
1: Fine. It, yeah, it, is, it is a
0: bad, them. bad
1: uh, track record. Go, go into live action anime. Let's, let's get genre specific here.
0: However, now here's the thing. Netflix, I believe, was responsible... Or at least the the anime series Kakagurui, as I cannot pronounce it. I really enjoyed the live action, and that's an adaptation of an anime.
2: I was going to so, say, there's probably a gigantic world of live action adaptations also, of manga uh, that we are not
0: exposed to. Uh, Alice in Borderland, the Netflix, which was also a Netflix series, that's a live, adac- live action adaptation of a manga turned anime, whatever. There's an anime of it, I believe, and the Netflix didn't a live action adaptation, and Sarah and I really really enjoyed that so like they there are I feel like weirdly anime might have, not necessarily be immune, but I think that they're like if it's the right people doing it, I think that it's a little different, like even it's not not a straight necessarily into like anime, but like Battle royals based on a manga that's a great movie yeah. based on a manga yeah, you know not like a
1: cartoon though like. Just- Yes, you can you can say like the avengers movies are great because they're based on comic books too like it's not the same thing like
0: was bebop a manga yeah no
1: it was was. i'm gonna say like which one came first
0: was it an anime before manga though like i know like because like ava the like the manga was based on the show Hmm. not the show but based on the manga which is the usual i think
1: that's the same for bebop yeah Man, I have but some. Yeah, people. I somewhere. I'll,
0: I'll, when's, I will, it, when's it out? Uh, November. November. So it's coming out. I will. I will watch it. I mean, alternate like... movie
2: news. Dune, two and a half hour runtime. They mm-hmm. have not officially signed on to do the second movie yet. They're waiting <laughs> to see how this thing uh, plays.
0: But how does it play at the box office? Who knows? Because it's going to be HBO Max.
2: It kind of makes me sad. It looks like it has a stellar cast, perfect director.
0: Is it going to work? I oh, do no. yeah, The the other one the thing that I wanted to add um oh, I just I lost it. The uh, anime stuff. The uh, the Evangelion film series is finally done and it's on a, uh, Amazon Prime the whole thing.
2: Really? Yeah. All four? Oh, no, Is it, all,
0: it I have not watched them yet. Uh didn't we watch the first one at Fantasia? Yeah, I think we watched the first two. I, I I've seen two, and then uh, so this is crazy. I went
2: I went to the first two at Fantasia.
0: Yeah, so this didn't is five this, or eight years happen. It, it, it's I want to say they took seventeen years to come out or something. It's mm-hmm. it's ridiculous that the time between the first one and the fourth and final one is longer than the time between the show and the movie. <laughs> Like, yeah, like I was like, they they got, uh what do you call it? They got Song of Ice and Fire up in there. <laughs> like, Seriously, like, they had
1: time to think about what they were doing.
0: Yeah. And they were like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, let me check the the, the the film series. So the movie, the show, the movie, the show came out and ran 95 to 96. <laughs> and then... You cannot advance and all that stuff. The film came out in 2007. So 12 years after the show had ended. Mm -hmm. The 3.0 plus 1.0 thrice upon a time came out in 2021. 14 years. So it took 14 years for the movie series to come out, even though there was only 12 years in between the show and the movie series. And there was nine years separating the third and fourth ones like they were coming out every 2 years it was like 2007 2009 2012 and then they were like uh oh <laughs> and then it took 9 years to make the fourth one I'm excited I'll watch it like boy will I oh, I will they, but I, I also
1: I... kind of have to watch the other ones and
0: cuz it's yeah. been that long I mean I mean I'm not going to rewatch the show but I'm going to start from 1 like they're all there on Prime like yeah. I, I I will start hey. from 1 cuz even I remember 1 just like Because one has the least amount of changes, Mm. but even just, like, watching, like, watching them not have to cut corners for television, the animation, like, the fights were just, like, you're like, yeah, this is what Ava should look like, you know, like, because they they were on a a week-to-week, like, television budget. But, like, I remember one, like, the animation just, like, yeah, it was, like, it was, like, the difference between watching that, like, Ninja Scroll TV series and, like, the Ninja Scroll film. But they're like, yeah, when they can take their time and they have a budget and they can just hit it, and they're not like rushed to like pump these out factory style. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just traditional animation, they can take their time with it and not just be like cut to buildings, sound effect. <laughs> you know, like there's I mean, a lot of a lot of that good, in original Ava,
1: even good stuff like Bebop. The the movie has so much more. Yeah, the, the movie is considered to be like one
0: of the shittier episodes, but the animation in the movie looked real good. Yeah. <laughs> like, that fight scene on the
1: train is, is crazy good.
0: Yeah. Very, very cool. But yeah. So I, I, I don't mind making that as my homework. I can watch that in Catwoman.
2: <laughs> Who is up? Oh yeah. I was going to say, good who's luck. up for the terrible movie. It's you with Catwoman, isn't it? it?
0: It's me. I will say talking about Bebop also, uh, someone was looking for free where you can watch Bebop for free. Apparently it's on Tubi, but in Japanese without subtitles. Thanks, Tubi. Huh. <laughs> Like And it says Cowboy Bebop the, subtitled, but it is not.
1: The movie's on Netflix now.
0: Yeah. I don't understand. I don't understand how Netflix, given their operating income, like, can mess that up. Because they've done that a lot. Right? Like, where they had the Rocco's Modern Life movie, but then couldn't get Rocco's Modern Life, like, the show. And I was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you're increasing the value of this old thing that people kind of don't care about. They did the same thing with Zim. They produced the Zim mm-hmm. movie, but I'm like, yeah. you can tell that like part of the plan in theory should be to increase the streaming value of the series, right? Like if you were like, if I'm Netflix and I'm greenlighting this movie thing, absolutely I want people to watch it. But then I also want people to stay on my platform and watch all the shit that's already made that I didn't have to pay. Like It'd could be, be too much money for, for the rest of Moreover, it.
1: Moreover, they should be doing that in reverse. Right. They should get Rocco's Modern Life and Zim, see how people are interested in them and then green light projects for new material. Yeah, I get it that it costs
0: money. Because they have the data. Long, but you're driving subscribers elsewhere because those things can exist on other platforms. Like, why do they not have that locked down? Where I'm like, hey, it, I want to watch... It might the be that the
2: rights holders want too much money for it. That's what that's what it is. They the know projects. they project. can get the
0: rights for a new production. Like, they can buy the rights wholesale to get... You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm not saying... Dude, the it's reason is... It's obviously is that, a business thing.
2: The rights holders know the split second it goes up on Netflix is the last day they ever sell a DVD. And if there's any kind of fan base, then who – I look, I might go and pick up some old, like, cartoon that I haven't seen in a million years, like, I don't know, Clone High or something. If there was Clone High Blu-rays, I'd like, why the fuck not? I'd pick that up. But if it was on Netflix, you know that would, that, that for, would happen.
0: For sure. But I don't – like, again, I, I, I understand why they would drive it up. But, like, to me, yeah. I would make it, like, part of my deal where I'd be like, I'm going to produce a new Zim. And part of that deal is I'm going to get the show, although the rights holders don't don't get to make a call. I'm sure that they. I'm saying
1: I'm saying you. Netflix is doing it backwards. They have Avatar and Legend of Korra, and they should use that data to see if it's worth it to uh, produce more material in that universe. Right. And if they don't have Rocko's Modern Life and they don't have Invader Zim, then why even bother? Yeah, like looking, why, are they, thinking why, are they, why are
0: they driving up DVD sales for Invader Zim? Like, or why are
1: they even thinking of it when they do own the rights to several old properties to right. show them and then they can use that data and market research that they, yeah. they have exclusive rights to? Our viewers watch this so that's right. Like it's super weird to me that they would produce like a Voltron like- series and just on the fly or a Masters of the Universe series willy-nilly without having done any market research to see if people are still interested in those properties by putting voltron and he-man and masters of the universe on their platform
0: which they didn't and it's weird yeah what's also weird about that is when you talk about like price tag they're they've clearly shown in the past that they will like pay anything for the right property, right? Like, Evangelion was notoriously difficult to release because they never budged on the rights, and Netflix, like, bought the entire thing and then redubbed the entire thing. Huh. Right? Like, that was, like, it was hard to, because it was never even printed on, on DVDs because the publishing rights, like, apparently they never budged on some exorbitant number. Like, no one huh. no one could buy Eva for a stretch of time, and yeah. they, like, they they forced that. Like, they dropped the billion dollars for Friends once. Like, it's gone now, it's on HBO or whatever, but it's, like, that's what I'm saying. Is like if the it's weird that they will produce the they'll pony up the money to make new stuff from old stuff without getting the old stuff. Which I can't. I don't know. It's just it's it's a weird model because like obviously as soon as I watched the Invader Zim uh, movie, I was like, yeah, that show was great. It must be on Netflix. They just put out a movie. Nope. nope.
2: <laughs> yeah I hear like here they, they pay an absolutely absurd amount of money for the office every year and yeah. the office rights holders keep increasing it but it's apparently one of the most popular things
0: on Netflix probably yeah. but I think it's also funny but man in terms of like bidding war and stuff like that that Netflix is like what just like maybe a year or two out from buying up Ava and then prime bought up the movies <laughs> like that's some, some what, what's his name is it just pay attention yeah, uh, Hideaki Ano. Yeah. Like, for a weird little, by all accounts, like, quiet. No, like, quiet here's, little, here's the thing. Quiet little dude who is the, the basis of the character Shinji. He made bank off of drawing robots fighting each other and throwing in some Jesus stuff. <laughs> like,
1: like, Netflix just produced the three Transformers uh, War for Cybertron series. Mm-hmm. And Transformers G One and Transformers Cybertron and Transformers Prime and Beast Machines—they're all on Tubi. Like,
0: what? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, and you can't—it can't be an expensive rights thing if Tubi's on that. Tubi like... scoops up the scraps of of Netflix. They,
1: <laughs> they, they, stuff disappears from Netflix, and you have to go to Tubi to find it after they've they've dropped it.
0: Yeah, after it, it gets real cheap. It's just weird. Very weird. Uh, closing thoughts and comments on the 90s. Oh, uh, I watched the the
1: Masters of the Universe series, and we talked about it. You said Kevin Smith will always betray you. He will. Like I, I finished it off since the last time we t- we it. Did you finish
0: actually. it off? Like, is it is it done, done, or is it just what what is out is done? Because weren't they releasing it in chunks?
1: Well, that's all up in the air because Kevin Smith will always betray you. Oh, but, I thought it was done though. I thought if, that you,
0: was... if
1: you don't know things about masters universe that you would not learn by solely watching every single episode you need to know more than that like but, it, you you would have to go back and watch all three seasons of
0: a he very Man bad and The master's film. universe Nobody very can bad do show, that. Very and watch
1: the, the toys that made us and read a bunch of uh reddit posts about the history of the toys and watch the toy galaxy video about the development of he-man and the masters universe to get some of the small things that they put into that five-episode Netflix series. Like, fucking Wonder Bread He-Man makes an appearance in that. Wonder Bread He-Man. Wonder Bread He-Man? There's a He-Man figure that was given away by Wonder Bread that didn't have a name or a card or packaging. They don't know what to call him. He's basically (laughs) He-Man, but if he was a brunette wearing Zodiac's chest plate. (laughs) And he's in the cartoon. Wonder Bread He-Man. Wonder Bread He-Man is in the cartoon and plays... Like a, a character with lines and, you know, a
2: part of a, a plot arc for Prince Adam. I have to and ask, Scott, did you recognize all of these references because you had done all of those things? Yes. Like watched all three seasons <laughs> and then wrote all those posts and then... Yes, I have. Oh my God. It's, my, it's my cross do to you, bear, John. How do you feel about doing a presentation about that? I would like <laughs> to hear about this without actually having to watch it. Like, uh, Toys that made us? Toys that made us? Yeah. And the Toy Galaxy, Toy Galaxy episode. I watched the Toys That Made Us episode, and it made okay. me so sad because I was a little boy, and I bought the hell out of that that show. I even had He-Man toys. I was into mm-hmm. that stuff. And then-, and then there was Ear Man, Ear on a, your head, Man Ear for a face, Man. God damn that shit was. <laughs> They're
0: basically just, just <laughs> <laughs> they, they were Adam Sandler low budget costume yep. ideas, yep. Man. Uh, and watch the man I'm
1: crazy, just crazy. Thanks for sticking around to the very end of this show. That means you're our number one fan. As our number one fan, maybe you're wondering a way that you can show your support for this. We've set up a few ways, and the boys are going to tell you about it now.
0: If you like this show, you might know other people that like this show, or maybe they'll like some of the other stuff that we're doing on the website. If that's the case, you can tell them all about it using all of the social networks, like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're on all of those, or you could just, you know, send people links directly to the website. Or if you live in a world without the Internet and you only listen to podcasts, you can tell people about it with your human mouth. There's other ways we could support us, John.
2: If your interest in supporting us extends to the financial section, you might consider patreon.com slash 9to5cc. If you go there, you can get perks like early content, you can get your questions answered on the air, and you could get extra art. We've been doing this show for a long time, so we kind of know what we're doing. Not really. 9 <laughs> <laughs> to blogs,
0: and comics. Made in Montreal since 2011.